Let's bust this out. So we got our cry. <laughs> our top of the episode. Our, yeah. Top of the episode cry to ya. I mean, that literally <laughs> should be a section. I mean, Tino's politics are to be determined. He is an Italian, after all. Very topical for this week. Yeah, except for I didn't even bring up that election in the script. I'm like, I can't internalize that news story. <laughs> I can't. I like. I think it just falls in line with you hating Italians. It does, but it hasn't hit me yet. Where I'm like, oh, okay, so now we have Bolsonaro, the Philippines, the Philippines, Hungary, India, India, Italy, Russia. Yeah. I'm like, a decline into fascism globally. Who would have thunk? Probably a lot of people. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Not me, because I wasn't paying attention. Okay. okay. I'm going to start with my questions. Are you ready? Wait, should we say welcome oh, to oh, City Council? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to City Council. Welcome to City Council. I'm Paula Viganalan. And I'm Ellery Smith. Oh, man. We have a lot of trivia today. Ellery's going to go first because I have... I just got too excited. She got carried away. I got carried away. I had COVID. We didn't have an episode last week. Every week we have COVID. We Every week we don't COVID. do an episode. We get to skip. And so it's been it, two. It's been... No, it's been three. Because <laughs> I had one. You had, had COVID, one. And then you had I had it COVID. Again. I had it again. So if we have another episode that's skipped, just send just us Just assume we have COVID. Yeah, just assume we have How COVID. How are you feeling, B2A? I'm feeling better. I'm just, like, more tired. Also, round two COVID, I did better. So hoping round three will be, like, no, fewer days. No, more By round 12, oh my God. it's going to get... It's halving the days of recovery. It's going to be You're in a wheelchair, long. but you're like, you yeah. know what? It didn't last that long. Half an hour this time. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, Texas finally reached a settlement with a woman who was arrested after she called the police for blank. Just for help. Yes. Good job. Yeah. Biden announced a travel rule. Wait, what? Do you have the background story on that? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing they did something really bad. They did something really, really bad to her. (sighs) They arrested her and beat her up after she called 911. Oh my god. Um, Yeah. Didn't even ask her. I do. I did read the story, and they didn't ask. They weren't even like, hey, did you call? They were like, get her. <laughs> oh, was, my God. Basically, they were just like, oh, there was a 911 call here, and we see somebody here. That must be the person that that's did it. That's fucking crazy. I mean, that's cops for you, man. Biden announced a travel rule, travel rules that are aimed at curving blank from airlines. Inflation? Wait, no. A travel rule that's aimed at curving uh, cancellations. Hidden travel fees. Hidden travel fees. Yeah, but that's, I'm okay, here was my thought about that story. I was like, that's not really the issue. Like, it's annoying, but I'm like, the bigger issue is the cancellations and the staffing yeah. shortages and the inflation. Staffers in a Michigan Democratic lawmaker's office voted to blank the first on Capitol Hill. Voted to blank the first... Blank, comma, the first on Capitol Hill. Unionized. Yeah, they formed a union. Wow, okay. The parents of 2,000 children in Jackson, Mississippi, are suing the state because of large amounts of blank in their blank that led to various complicated illnesses in their children. Lead in water? Yes. Oh my god. I did give you a tip of the cap there. Yeah. The British blank sunk to an all-time low this week. Pound. Yes. And then I have one. It's because the queen's gone. It's because the queen is gone. The morale is at an all-time low. How can I use the pound if uh, the queen isn't getting is pounded? Dead. You know what I mean? I mean, here's <laughs> the other thing, is like, the cost of living crisis in the UK, and they're going to spend like six billion on the, the funeral. Yeah. The cost of dying is way worse. <laughs> way higher. Be sensitive, Ellery. Shut it's our up. queen. It's fake. It is our queen. Our queen. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah. You're living in 1775. I'm living- <laughs> I'm, I was born in the wrong time period. <laughs> I need to be in colonized India. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> You're like, I want to observe the monarchy. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was born during the time of Lagan. That is so funny <laughs> to think about. It's like trad wife, but for royals. But but for Indian people. <laughs> yes. Okay, wait. I have one more that's not a blank. It's a question. It's an open form question. Okay. And it's from, like, help letter? Advice column. It's from an advice column I read. Help letter sounds better. Help letter. Help letter is our advice it's, column. Yes, <laughs> literally. Like, help! <laughs> it's like how you know, you know Primark, the store? No. It's like a Forever 21, but in Ireland. But there are some, like, whatever around here. Don't casually say Irish stuff like I know it. There's Ellery. one in Boston. How <laughs> okay. about that? You're being extra Irish. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but they found um, 
literally help letters sewn into the jacket lining. Oh my god! Yeah, from people who were working at the factories, being <gasps> like, "Help us!" Oh my god! Yeah. Did they help? I don't. I don't know. They're like, "Oh my god, this is a vintage help letter." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was all over the news. There was no follow up. Oh my god. Um, this question is from an advice column that I read this week, and I want to see what your advice to them is. Okay. Should I talk to my colleagues after I accidentally shared a paragraph of original erotica in a work chat? Yeah. Ask for feedback. Ask for feedback <laughs> for notes. Ask for edits. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that a lot. That's amazing. I really like that. That's a really good answer. I was catching up on Bob's Burgers, and I just love that Tina's allowed to be free. I love, yeah. You know what I mean? She's I love. allowed to, like... As, like, adolescents, kids are horny. and like, Kids are so horny. But in, like, an innocent way. Yeah, where they don't know. But, like, kids, kids let them hump, write fanfic. Kids, like, hump couches. Oh, my God. Pillows. Pillows. Everything. Literally. We don't know. We don't know sex is bad until we're shamed yeah, out of it. Yeah, no, so true. I really I really like the way that Bob's Burgers handles children and allows, it, like, colors them as full people, but also they're weird and fun, fun and funny. Yeah, I think that they do a really good job of that. I love it. So my questions are totally random. They're just, I just, here's how I come up with my trivia stuff. I accumulate weird clips and things I've seen throughout the week. So none of it makes sense and none of it is technically, only some of it is news. That's what I love about it. Okay. Why did Christopher Maloney respond on it to at Golden Gate Blonde tweeting, someone call Benson and Stabler? What do you think? All of these are open-ended because you always guess my multiple choice. Oh, fucking, okay. Why did he respond? He was like, I'm on on it." it. And somebody's like, call Benson and Stabler. Why would somebody call Benson and Stabler? Was there a sex crime? Yeah. It was a quote tweet of Matt Gates posting, <gasps> great time at the Texas Youth Summit. Shut up. That's so funny. Yeah. Speaking of Christopher Maloney, did you see that clip where somebody was like, what do you think about the queen dying? And he was like, I have bigger things going on. He's like, I'm a little bit worried about other stuff. Puerto Rico, right? Puerto Rico, yeah. yeah. I loved it. I we love him. him. What did Bill Maher say in defense of America on his show? <laughs> Just guess, why was he defending America? Why do you think? For being racist. Kind of. He was basically like, everyone's done a slavery. Everybody who could afford one had a slave, including people of color. The way people talk about slavery these days, you'd think it was a uniquely American thing that we invented in 1619. But slavery throughout history has been the rule not the exception. The Sumerians, the Egyptians, the Greeks, Romans, the Arabs, British, the early Americans, all the way up through R. Kelly. (laughs) The Holy Bible is practically an owner's manual for slaveholders. The word slave comes from Slav, because so many Slavic people were enslaved, and they're as white as the Hallmark Channel. (laughs) Who do you think gathered the slaves from the interior of Africa to sell to slave traders? Africans, who also kept their own slaves. We're a species prone to making others of our species our bitch. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Humans are not good people. Can you text that to me? Yeah. And the capacity for cruelty is a human thing, not a white thing. Oh my my God. That's the truth, even though it doesn't jive with the current narrative. But in today's world, when truth conflicts with narrative, it's the truth that has to apologize. Being woke is like a magic moral time. He says being woke is like a magic moral time machine where you something something. Anyways. Holy moly. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, white people were slaves too. Uh, black oh people sold slaves. God. And so let's not talk about chattel slavery or how the reaches of it are still penetrating all of America. Let's just excuse it from history. I mean, I'm also like, he basically hit every like white supremacist talking, talking point. point. Yep. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, across the street from my house, there was a sticker on a street sign and it said it's okay to be white it's not it's not that's our stance
<laughs> we're saying that uh, that's our city council bylaw. That's our no. That's our official. St- I'm sorry. I'm not like that's our official stance. Yeah. Next question: What home improvement store in Philadelphia was the first of its kind to unionize in the U.S.? Home Depot. Home Depot. Yes, the first Home Depot in the U.S. In uh, Florida, really? No, in Philadelphia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, amazing, Florida. <laughs> I mean, you can see why I was surprised. Okay, have you heard this week why a Lebanese woman is on the run? Why a Lebanese woman is on the run? This sounds like one of those racist riddles. And why people were cheering for her? No. Because banks in Lebanon have frozen funds and she she robbed a fucking bank. For her own money. For her own money for $13,000 to help her sister who has cancer. And she had the gun. She had a gun. Part of the plan didn't go right, so she had to stand up and use her gun. Oh, no. Seven, I think that week, either seven other or seven including that one, more bank robberies happened and people were outside cheering for the bank robbers because the banks were freezing funds and people needed them to survive. She said she will come back when they fix the bank problem and she'll turn herself in then. But she made it out and she had an interview while on the run and she's doing great and we love her. What, the, what about her sister? What's going on there? I don't Did know. They I think say? they, I think that she Did was. Did she get the money? She got the money out oh, okay, and escaped, good, good, I think. Good, good, good. So I don't know what happened to the sister, but I hope it's okay. Oh man. Solidarity is more important than ever. It's yep. important that we line, align ourselves with the underdogs. Yep. Speaking of underdogs. <laughs> Perfect transition. What did Grayson Chance, who back in 2010 was a 12-year-old kid and was discovered by Ellen DeGeneres, have to say about her? That she was a bitch. That she is the most, quote, manipulative, self-centered, <gasps> and opportunistic, unquote, person he's met. He said she was really controlling and then just disappeared once his music underperformed. No way. Yep. Whoa. I mean, our show is written by Ellen, so yeah. we can't say anything. <laughs> we can't say anything about her. Um, you don't see it, but in the beginning of the podcast, we do dance. She underwrites this show. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> what was the context of him being asked that? Like, in a. So it's 10 years later, and he was like being oh. interviewed. And they were like, what's Rolling Ellen Stone. really like? So it talks about how he felt like just completely abandoned. Does Ellen have her own music label? I don't know. I think you just get sponsored by Ellen. Oh, I in see. Whatever field in whatever field you're in. Yeah. But yeah, he was. I think he was like promoting his latest video or something. But I'm not surprised. Okay, what happened after the FDA warned about the cooking chicken and Nyquil TikTok trend? Uh, it went even more viral, and people. Yeah, the next day, according to BuzzFeed, it went from five recorded searches to about seven thousand, um, which is how I'm... I got my recipe for. Nyquil I do think we should chicken. try it out one time. You think we should heat medicine? Let's do. What's wrong with that? You don't know how enzymes change under... Shut up. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I know how enzymes... No. <laughs> You're not supposed to heat medicine. Why would I do know that? Do you not know on the side where it says you how to store the medicine? Yeah, but it doesn't say... I mean, but I... It says, like, store in, like, a cool yeah, thing. Yeah, but I assumed, I assumed that was, like, so it didn't go bad. That's what... Exactly. No, but, like, the way that, like, If you heat it faster... But that's because of, like, its expiration, but then it's also... Enzymes to nature because of like time and then also because of like how you store it. That's why it's like some of them you have to store in the freezer, some of them you have to store in the fridge, some of them you have to store. You need to read the instructions on the side. I have of your never desk. read the instructions on anything. I take two and I put it back. And that's true for ibuprofen, ibuprofen as well as ketamine. Ketamine, <laughs> Molly, whatever. I take two and then that's. You take two and then you put it back. And then I put it back. That's fair. Okay, you really we're not gonna do Nyquil chicken. There's Let's a reason Nyquil they tofu. literally said there's an FDA yeah, but warning. Like, what happens? Does it blow up? No, it makes you sick. It's but not how good. Sick. Like, I don't know what the repercussions are, but it's you're not supposed to figure medicine. it out. They probably have. We just have to read the article. <laughs> no, we have not to try. reading. We have to try. This is like people who are trying to prove the Earth is flat on their. The data has already been established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. I will. <laughs> if we don't have more episodes, it's because we. She made me do this. <laughs> And we're both, like, we don't even eat meat. And we died. That's why I said tofu. Okay, tofu. Wait, can I tell you something crazy that somebody we said, speaking of things that don't have data, somebody we know said. What? They were like, well, we can't really prove that slaves built the pyramids because there's no recorded history of it. Oh, my God. And I was like, so who do you think did it? 
They were like just happy volunteers, like the same people who, you know, clean up after protests. Yeah. Those people, they yeah, built yeah. the pyramids. Do you think it's like they think the movie, what is it? Do- cats and Dogs or whatever, that movie where it's like the cats were like enslaving people and that's why there's so many murals of them. That was propaganda against cats. Against cats? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was. Tino. Tino. No. That's like dirt. My dog likes eating dirt, which is also propaganda against Tino. dogs. What did protesters in Australia paint over Queen Elizabeth II mural with? Pig's blood. Kind of, but not really. <laughs> it's actually the colors of the Australian Aboriginal flag. Oh. Black, red, and yellow. Red could be blood. Gosh, the British Empire has stuck its fucking fingers everywhere. I'm always saying that she's fingering everybody. She's fingered everybody. The sun never sets. What did Biden say about Elton John with regards to HIV AIDS research? It's your fault that we're spending so much money on it. (laughs) I was like, why would he put it like that? By the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month. To help age, He did not need to phrase it that way. You know what? I don't think it's Elton's fault. I think it's actually Bernie Topin's, his co-writing partner. <laughs> oh, is that who writes all the songs with him? Yes. <laughs> yes it Rocket is. man indeed. Indeed. Okay. At a rally in Ohio, what did Trump supporters get in a yelling match about? What the real N-word was? Oh. What are you, did what you was, see that tape? No. Where he's like, the N-word... And the crowd goes, yeah! And he's like, nuclear! And they're like, no. Oh my god, no, I didn't see that one. That's funny that that's okay. That's weird. But this is, they got in a a fight about white supremacy. What do you mean? This video is gonna blow your fucking mind. This was outside of Trump. Oh. And if the cops wasn't here, I would fight every fucking one of these right now. toe in like red from his his shoes up to his shirt and then he like punisher t-shirt the the other guy yeah and they were screaming at white supremacists for making them look bad and then he references himself as a real american which is a dog whistle racist tactic i'm I'm just so confused i'm so confused it's like a clock twice a day i guess yeah but he's also a trump supporter so he's doing that for his like to not be perceived as racist it was, yeah, your face is exactly I, how I, I, I was really, like, what? But what do they want? Like, Why do they support Trump then? I will say, that tells that to me, like, in, and if I am trying to spin it in the most positive light, I'm like, that is somebody who can be siphoned off. Like, my guess is he supports Trump for some, like, misguided economic reasons. This next one is really fun. Okay. Uh, I mean, that last one was fun. That last one was fun, but this one's fun in like a positive, happy okay, way. What does Megan Thee Stallion's website, badbitcheshavebaddays2.com, promote? Mental health. A list of mental health resources. Aww. It's really cool. It's got like free resources. It's got all sorts of mental health resources that anybody can use. Ooh, okay. So this is from Twitter. So I don't know if this screenshot is real, but it's really funny. <laughs> so what do you think the people who run the at Occupy Democrats Twitter oh. and other accounts are under fire for now? I don't want to know. Allegedly pocketing PAC funds. Yeah, of course. Uh, there was a tweet by H underscore Mitchell photo that says the Occupy Democrats election fund PAC run by Omar Rivero raised 797000 from 2021 to 2022. They contributed zero dollars to federal candidates, Fuck and they off. spent five hundred and seventy-seven thousand on fundraising consultants. And then he tagged them, and he was like, "Can they explain?" And he said, "It turns out this is still the same guy." Said, "It turns out that two fifty of the seven ninety-seven went into a company owned by Omar and his brother." And then Omar's response, which is apparently now deleted, if none of this is is photoshopped, I got this from Twitter. 
is if you understood the time and effort that goes into making viral memes Shut and the up. impact that they have, yeah. you might respect our work more. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I really, really wouldn't. Oh. I could have seen that coming from a fucking mile away, and they always have the lamest tweets. They're like, retweet now if you support Ukraine. They did some, like, horrific thing that just, like, the way they were, like, trying to monetize, like, the abortion or something. I forget what topic it was, but I was like, these people are evil, like, Dude. when I saw it. I mean, they literally remind me of, like, the Lincoln Project. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did Judy Gold say about Lindsey Graham with regards to his anti-abortion nationwide bill that he's trying to push? That it's spineless. What did, he, what did she say about him? Oh. With his perspective on it. That it's bad for Republicans? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Lindsey Graham, who is more than doubling down... He is going further, pushing a federal ban, a national ban on abortion. I want you to first help me understand why would he even be doing this, Mm -hmm. right? They overturned Roe v. Wade. So for that portion of their base who wanted that, you got what you wanted. Why do this? Republicans don't even support it across the board. He's dividing Republicans. It's not like you can get white evangelical voters to vote for you twice. Yeah. And now you're knocking out a ton of other potential voters. And he's ignoring what happened in Kansas. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, people. And in so yeah. many other swing states. Oh, I, I know. And, to vote and the fact that he is it. telling women what to do with their bodies, he's never seen a vagina. <laughs> he's never oh. seen a naked woman. I and saw he is this. telling me. I don't want someone who's not married without a family dictating family policy. Well, and also, even though I know that there are women who support uh, the ban on abortion and support the revocation of Roe v. Wade, it really makes me uncomfortable that a guy, that a man, even in the the press conference, there he is in front with these two meek women standing behind him. And Marco Rubio, don't forget. Oh, my God. And these are men who have babies. Do they want to? No, they're men who need Viagra. They don't even operate correctly. Right. My favorite part of this whole segment is that they're all wrong in their arguments. Like, <laughs> they're all taking the wrong stance. Oh, I Like, mean, it should just be like, they people should the have hands. their own bodily autonomy. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah. But I do think it's fun that they're all shitting on Lindsey Graham. A lot of people were like, this is the wrong... I think it was Mark Lamont Hill said that this is the wrong way to, to joke about it. Um, I did see... Jay say, Jordan say something else where he was like, this woman is out, like, he does irreparable damage to LGBTQ people, like, if we want to joke about it, we're allowed to. Yeah, and people in the comments were saying it's homophobic, and then people were like, do you know Judy Gold? Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Yeah, I think all of the arguments were so... I don't know why that panel existed in the way that they spoke about it, but I'm sure they had fun. I'm, I'm sure there were snacks fun. in the green room. And we had fun. And, and, that's, fun. What all, and that's what really matters that's all that matters. Okay, this next one. Oh my god. Oh wait, wait, wait. I have to find it. Is that? Oh, the Christian Gillibrand. She she spoke at my high school graduation the year after I graduated. So it's the next year's high school graduation. Oh my god. Yeah. What? Oh, like okay. Her niece was in the class. Oh weird. Something like that. Wait, why'd you bring that up? Because I just saw the video of her where she made some speech about abortion that was pretty good, and so it went viral today. Oh really? What? Yeah. Did she, what did she say? I mean, basically, she was just like. I challenge any man in America to wake up and realize his body is not his own. Ooh. Okay. So this is also from Twitter, so I have no idea if this is real, but if it is, we want to get ahead of it. We want to get ahead of it. And if it's not, I'm fine spreading this rumor too. So we can just change the segment title to it's us spreading rumors again. Yeah, that's good. Um, I mean, listen, I will say anything unconfirmed. I don't care. Who who was a controversial figure regarding racial identity, now has an OnlyFans. Rachel Dolezal. Yep. I did see Zach Fox post today that he saw her tits, and I spent way too long being like, how? Oh, yeah. I saw pictures of it that were leaked, which is bad. Bad. But how were they? Wrong. 
I I feel weird commenting on her body. Fair but, enough. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Anyways, so I saw. I think I think maybe the tweet is deleted, which is good if it is real, because you shouldn't leak OnlyFans things. But yeah. Rachel Dolezal was like doing hairdressing for a while, had that documentary, which I got halfway through, then realized it was benefiting her, and then I like stopped watching it. She made the documentary? Yeah, it was about like her life? Yeah, I think it was, it was a while ago. It was a few years, a couple years ago, I think. But yeah, so she's, if she has an OnlyFans, then, you know, I think it's another source of income that she's turning to. It seems like she's trying different things after being white. I mean, (laughs) like after being outed as white. Biracial kids with white moms. I feel so bad for them. This is this is black kids with a fully white mom. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, they aren't her kids. I don't think. I think she adopted them or something. No way. I think that is so much worse. Yeah, I know. It's like, do you remember? Did you watch? Was it the episode of Atlanta where it was about like black kids that were being adopted that mirrored the. The, the two white moms with the and the kid the sign yeah. that was like give me that was such a fucking sad story yeah no oh I'm like God. I'm constantly like wary of it where because it's kids are used as such oh my like, God, such tools. pawns totally yeah yeah absolutely such t- tokens that like then that white mom can bring around and be like look yeah I'm it's cool yeah it's like super I can't be racist my I, kids I, are I even like okay I was talking to Dana and Robert about this shout out Dana Donnelly and, and Robert Schultz very funny comedians but we were talking and about, lovers and lovers <laughs> I like that you looked at the mic to say that you're like pick this up mic um, a little hot goss for the hot mic a little hot goss so they we were talking about reality TV and the Kardashians and how like the Kardashians always like get ahead of a controversy by like spinning it however they want on their show mm. and there was a full episode where Kim was just like dedicated to learning how to do her daughter's hair and I was like of course like it made me feel so weird because I was like why do you need to like make a TV episode like it it. felt like she was getting ahead of a controversy yeah or something I don't know it was weird and then I'm also I mean I feel bad for the kids I'm like you shouldn't have to be part of that. Yeah. Interesting. Should we pay $10 to the Rachel Dolezal's OnlyFans? I can't give Rachel Dolezal money. True. I can. Okay. Well, if you want to <laughs> support Rachel Dolezal's OnlyFans. I mean, one $10. But that's the thing is everybody's Everybody says it. that. Yeah. Everybody says that. So I wish on OnlyFans they could show you how much money people make. Or like how much subscribers they have. I wonder if she'll be like top 0.01%. Oh, she will definitely post that screenshot. On like Twitter, sure. yeah. like she'll Instagram. Be like 0.01%. We made it. We did it, team. Okay, should we get into the headlines? Yes. That was a fun round. I really liked that. <laughs> okay, so like I said earlier, we have fewer stories, but we get into detail. So there are four stories that I, well, there are five total, but there are four that I really think we're going to lean into, have a lot to say about. So the first one is, last Wednesday, New York Attorney General Letitia James announced that the AG's office will be suing former President Trump, the Trump Organization, and his... More like Letitia's James. All right. I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) She'll see herself out. And his three adult children for alleged business fraud. TLDR, the Trump Organization, deceived lenders, insurers, and tax authorities by inflating the value of his properties with misleading appraisals. For example, Letitia James said that Mar-a-Lago should have been valued at roughly $75 million, but was valued as high as $739 million. Which is like, you know, if Mar-a-Lago is female, she should value herself more. If she's male, she's overvaluing herself. I'm also like... But Mar-a-Lago is definitely like a lady, Is it all just like self-reporting? Like, at every stand you can lie? Yeah. Is that not so stupid? Yeah. Okay. That's just how America works. I'm like, how many other people are doing this? Everybody, probably. Literally everybody. Except for poor people who might get audited. Yeah. Except for the people who are, like, so scared that they can't pay their way out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, we talk about this all the time on the podcast, but literally anything is allowed if you can pay any associated fines. Yeah. No, we talk about all sorts of different things on the pod. You should tune into every episode. Yeah, you should tune into every <laughs> episode. We always say we a different thing. We never beat a dead horse. We never beat a we dead horse. We wouldn't. We're vegetarian we, and vegan. I was about to say, what was, remember when PETA came out with that list that was like, here are the, like. Don't to kill two birds yeah. with one, kill them with a scone. It's feed two feed birds with, with one scone. scone. But yeah. I don't remember what the, the replacement for beat a dead horse was. Uh, I have but no that idea. was definitely top of the list where they're like, you have to stop saying this. And I was like, no, I won't. 
<laughs> refuse. I don't care how many horses have to die. It's hate speech. <laughs> yeah. It's speciesist. So Letitia James's investigation has been going on for three years with more than 65 witnesses and millions of documents. Okay, so she gets documents, but other people don't get documents? Uh, come on. I mean. <laughs> seems unfair. That's my other question is, like, this is a civil suit, technically. Which is great. It works to their advantage because they just have to, they don't have to prove that they benefited, but they're like their intent was benefiting yeah, or something like that. something like that. Yeah. It's a civil suit. The state of New York is suing him, but a civil suit from the AG's office. The civil suit seeks at least $250 million in damages and to permanently ban Trump and his children from ever running a business in New York again and to bar Trump and his children from purchasing real estate or obtaining loans in New York for five years. Do you remember that headline that came out when they like, they lost the election or something? about how like Ivanka and Jared just wanted to eat at a restaurant in peace again Shut up. or something and it's like they're not allowed to run businesses would be amazing it would be so amazing it, but the thing is like it would be like a relief from harm for a little bit you know what I mean yeah well that's the thing is about purchasing real estate for five years I mean it does help me a little bit to know that like their social circles will absolutely be like completely destroyed more or less and they'll are hopefully run out of New York because they don't have anything to offer people anymore. But does this keep him, or does the federal investigation keep him from running for office? I have no idea. I don't think it does, actually. That's bananas. I think I was I was listening to Pod Save, and I think Favreau like, was trying to figure out, and he was like, he could still run, I think. Uh, guys, I'm going to kill myself. We need to... Regardless of this. Regardless this is just, of like, this. A separate but this is going to push me over the edge. I'm like, bro, what am I going to do in 2024? And I mean, like, you and me specifically. What we're going to go nuts. Oh, yeah, we're going to go crazy. I'm going to, I mean... Are we going to flee the country? Maybe we I should. think we're going to do a hardcore... Uh, pivot. Pivot into, like... Right wing. Yeah, if Trump <laughs> wins, we're just going to be right wing shills. We would make so much money. That's what I'm saying. Guys, the podcast is changing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Play that Bill Maher clip again. <laughs> <laughs> but this time... I've got some new things to say about it. This time we respond yeah, yeah, yeah. in a positive way. <laughs> We're like, so true, so We're true. like, wow, that's wow. such a good point. Really I've never good. thought of it that way. <laughs> okay, so more than 23 assets were grossly inflated, more than 200 false evaluations on annual financial statements over the course of a decade. Named in the lawsuit are Donald, Ivanka, Eric, Don Jr., Alan Weisselberg, and longtime executive Jeff McConney. Normally, never a better time to be Tiffany. I was just going to say, never normally a better Tiffany time. feels left out. Now she's happy now she's, she's not she's on happy. the Christmas card. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, who knew? This is a joke that I put in my Fallon pocket, but I'm not going to get hired, so I can use it. Who knew that like the best legal protection is just being hated by your family? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Letitia James said that she believes Trump broke state criminal laws and quote-unquote, plausibly broke federal criminal laws, referring the matter to the U.S. Attorney's Office. I'm going to guess he broke laws in every country. <laughs> and the IRS. So this is obviously on top of the existing federal case against Trump for improperly storing and keeping secret documents. This is fun. This has been a fun little thing. It is fun, but it will not be fun if nothing happens. I'm like, I don't assume anything will happen. But I'm like, okay, then so what? I just want him to, to be upset for a little while. Because I can't assume that anything's going to happen to that rich, rich white man. I need it to. I need we it to. We all need it to. I need it to. I'm like, we're spending so much money. Like, this is, enough. like, if nothing happens, this guy is wasting even more of our fucking money. Like, this whole investigation. Oh, that's true. It's, like, even a, a more waste of our money. And it's, like, I don't has, want that to happen. Has he not siphoned an off enough from the American taxpayer? Like, how much more can we invest in this guy? I'm just hoping... He is all I. The best I can hope for is that he's not in the next home alone. That's all I can hope for. Anything else? Frosting on the cake. I do think we need a female home alone. A fe- an all female. All home female alone. home alone. The pigeon lady is now, is a now man. man. Yeah, it's okay. a gender swapped. So it's two female robbers and a little girl. Yeah, we're writing it. Oh my god. I do think it might be a good Christmas movie. I think that'll be great. Unfortunately, it would be like the one thing that we've ever done that would sell. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think as soon as this podcast comes out, we're going to see it on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be like, no, that was our always idea. listening. Okay, Brett Favre welfare scandal. Brett Favre of Green Bay Packer and Dick Pick fame. Famously the first penis I ever saw. I've never seen his penis, and I hope I never will. You can look it up right now. In I fact, don't, I think I don't you want to. <laughs> I mean, I feel like to be prepared for the story, you kind of have to, but whatever. You don't need oh to see God. it. Oh, my God. You don't need to see it. I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm good. 
<laughs> he received a million in federal welfare funds for talks he didn't give and five million that he was involved in directing towards the construction of a volleyball stadium at the college his daughter attended. And played volleyball at. And played volleyball at, not randomly. Dad of the year. <laughs> so the fund that he siphoned off and used is a special federal cash assistance fund, T-A-N-F, temporary assistance to needy families. Basically, but his family needy a volleyball yeah. stadium. <laughs> and they were, and a million dollars. So basically, it's this cash fund that every state gets, and they are allowed to spend it on other organizations, as long as those organizations purport to be furthering the cash fund's main goals, which are to keep children fed, to keep families housed, etc. And it's different in every state, but in Mississippi, only four out of every 100 poor people receive this assistance because oh so much of it is siphoned off or used for other things. In this, Have hymn, you ever thought that maybe poor people like volleyball too? That is, okay, literally, literally, <laughs> we're about to, okay, I'm, we're about to get into that, listen. Six people have already faced federal charges for this scheme. Favre is just the most famous. Wait, so he has he been charged? He has been charged, and six other people have already faced yes. federal charges. I think he's been charged, but he will be for sure. Basically, everybody involved, including John Davis, who's the director of the Mississippi Department of Human Services, was directing these funds to fake organizations, no-show jobs, and dummy companies. And so this is why your joke earlier was so funny. This guy, Marcus Dupree, a former college football player, was paid $371,000, yeah, $371,000, and he bought a 4,000-square-foot house with a swimming pool, a pavilion, and adjoining acreage on which Mr. Dupree was to maintain horses. In charity filings, Dupree said that it would be for equestrian activities for underprivileged children. And that's why... And that's why he was able to take the money. So all of them basically oh were like, yeah, I'm going to buy this Corvette and I'm going to give rides to sick kids with cancer. Like, oh to be able to qualify for the funds. Fucking God. He's got, like, kids with no homes doing dressage. Yes. Is that what's really yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah, playing polo. Oh, my um, fucking God. And to capture the full range of people who are in on the take here, <laughs> in the suit, in the paperwork for the lawsuit, quote, illegal divisions of TANF funds to enrich sports celebrities needed its own subheading. That's insane. Which means that there were so many sports celebrities in on the take, it, they needed their own chapter inside the lawsuit. That's fucking crazy. In Do you all, think they'll read that chapter? No. <laughs> no. 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 So the state auditor who uncovered this, like, horrible, disgusting conspiracy found that at least $77 million was misused from 2017 to 2020. In three years. $77 million. That's people dying. People died because It of literally is people dying. My next sentence is you know, this is the same state that can't pay for all of its citizens to have running water. That's really Seventy-seven million dollars disappeared. How much do these people need? Want? How much do like, they need? It's literally Jesus like fucking Christ. And also, do they not see like? Let me back up a little bit. When I encourage people in my life to get on food stamps or to get on unemployment, sometimes they're like, "I don't want to take it from somebody who needs it," and I'm like, "No, that fund is there for you. Yeah, it's for all of us. We're taxpayers." This is one of the in, like instances where I'm like, no, you are directly taking it from somebody else who could use it. You do yeah. not need it. This is not like food stamps. This is not like collecting unemployment. This is stealing. Yeah. It's so, it's so fucked up. And in the text messages, he was like, hey, the media's not going to find out, right? Oh, idiot. Fucking. Couldn't, couldn't even go on signal. Couldn't even. <laughs> couldn't even. We're going to teach you how to steal funds from poor kids. Go on signal. I'm like, Step at one. least act like you care about getting caught. Like, I'm like... No, because they don't think they ever will. They don't think they ever will. Because they, they don't. Know, yeah, because they don't. And then also, if they do, nothing happens. It's like Trump. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Because they can just go to fancy prison at the worst. At the worst. I mean, it's like, you know... And decide... Uh, put it around their vacations or whatever, like that literally. one lady. Or it's like, I mean, Felicity Huffman spending, like, what, two weeks in prison or whatever it was for the college scandal? So stupid. Yeah, so... This is some pretty big... This is why I hate football, honestly. <laughs> this is why you hate football. This is why. And Rihanna doing the halftime show is not going to win me back to it. I will okay? still watch it, though. No comment. You're not going to watch? I'm going to watch. I oh. just want to comment. <laughs> That's why when I say no comment, okay, I mean, sorry. I'm trying to be better. I'm judging. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I did win $50 last year because I guessed that 50 Cent would be at the um, halftime show. Oh, nice. 
So yeah, he was like upside down doing crunches, right? Yeah, <laughs> like he was in jail. CrossFit. <laughs> um, this next story is actually pretty similar. It's about corruption right here at home in LA County. We're talking about the LASD search warrant of Patty Giggins and Sheila Cool. Sheila Cool. I saved the tweets on my phone. She tweeted a thread this week about how police made her turn over her phone, which wasn't listed in the search warrant. And Sheila did? Sheila did. Wait, first of all, can I say Patty Giggins? Amazing comedy name. Great name. Great character name. Great, great, great name. So yeah, they, they took Sheila's phone and she tweeted out, they found so many unkind things about Sheriff Villanueva. <laughs> she was like, I'm proud to say that the only thing they found in my phone were rude, distasteful, and disgusting comments about Sheriff Villanueva. <laughs> and I was like, that's right, girl. So some background for everybody. Patty Giggins is the Civilian Oversight Committee Commissioner. She has been investigating the alleged deputy gangs in LASD. I say alleged, but they're there. Last week, the LASD served her a search warrant at her house, claiming they were looking into, quote-unquote, no-bid contracts awarded to her domestic violence nonprofits. Going after domestic violence nonprofits. Yes, and they executed an unknown, almost basically a no-knock warrant and took her car, which also wasn't listed in the warrant, because of a no-bid contract, which is, like, bad, right? Basically yeah. what that means is that, like, a contract was awarded to her organization without going out to anybody else. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's, like, special privilege. But it's not something normally that they knock down your door for. Yeah. So her nonprofit is called Peace Over Violence. They seized all of the servers from Peace Over Violence, meaning that the nonprofit cannot function. And the contract that is now under investigation ended last December. Mm. So I said this, they even towed her car, which was not named in the warden. They did the same to LA County Supervisor Sheila Cool. Cool? This one I don't know. She's not going to listen. I mean, she might. She's and cool it, to us. And in which case, I'm sorry, Sheila. We think you're really cool. That's funny. She's cool to us. <laughs> Okay, so both women have been vocally critical of Alex Villanueva, and they have asked him to step down publicly prior to either of this stuff happening. Under Sheriff Timothy Murakami, who has defied several subpoenas to testify in front of the committee that both of these women are on, says he is overseeing the investigation into Commissioner Giggins. What is an undersheriff? Is that like a, it's not a, def, it's not a deputy? It's, a co it's, it's like a vice president. Okay. It's like a second in command. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then underneath that are the deputies, I think. Is the double undersheriff. Is the double undersheriff. <laughs> Sounds like undercarriage. Decide, it does sound like <laughs> undercarriage. So obviously there's an intense conflict of interest there. District Attorney George Gascon's office says that they rejected this case in September of 2021 because there wasn't enough evidence to prove that a crime had been committed. And the DA was not aware of any of the search warrants and says that they will not defend them in court. So they have nothing. They just... It's they're, they're pulling it out. Rogue. They're like dragging it out just they're to They're not just them. dragging it out. I mean, they are, but they're, they're not just doing that. They're executing search warrants that the DA of California said not to. They're acting as a completely rogue organization when they're being investigated. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. That, and we're not talking about it on an actual level. But I mean, level. like, what do you do? Who arrests cops? Like, how, like Nobody, is, but that's the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. Nobody arrests cops. And like, I mean, DA, the, George Gascon famously just beat out a recall vote but that's what I'm, I'm like if you don't want people to think that you have factions of gangs stop fucking operating like a gang but then they couldn't continue being a gang <laughs> like you know what I mean like, like they don't give a shit what stops it like at what point is this too much like, abolition I mean literally literally but I'm like if we think about what what are the next steps I'm like we we have a whistleblower that said they were doing initiation killings of civilians and then yeah. having parties we, like, we have insignia and tattoos associated with these gangs that goes back to the 70s and the 80s. I mean, the FBI said in, like, the early 2000s that white supremacists were infiltrating the police in order to, like, utilize them as a weapon. Ay, 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 ay. So, like... I mean... Oh, my Jesus Christ. It's... I mean... Oh famously God. not white. Famously not white. Middle Eastern. Yeah. I'm, like, so flabbergasted and, like, blown away by this story that I really don't even know... Like, this is so scary to me. Yeah, it's like you can't... They're out of control. They're totally out of control. And it could come for anyone. And they could come for anyone, and they have. And this is the point. Like, the people who we have trusted to investigate it, now they're weaponizing their power against so these people. what's the follow-up if the DA is saying that they're not going to 
handle the case and they won't defend them. That's my point. Is what is the follow up? I think it's is it just for show prior to the runoff, the, the midterms where Alex Villanueva's seat is up for re-election. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, and I do think we should vote for anybody else and oust him. But I'm like, who's the next person gonna be? I don't know. I don't know. This is a really tough story for me because it's so. I mean, it's fascism. Yep. Are they Italian? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, shout out to the Italian elections. I think he's Italian. Oh yeah, far right. See, that really proved my point about those people. How much you hate Italians? How much I hate Italians. I mean, Um, yeah. Do you know anything about that story? I just think it's wonderful that a girl boss has won the election. Did you see what Hillary Clinton said about it? No, what did she say? She was basically like, it's a a win for women everywhere. No, no, the fuck she did not. She was like, she's the first female prime minister. We have to give her that. What the fuck? I was like, babe. Also, she's not the first female prime minister. Or of Italy, yeah? Of Italy. Oh, of Italy, not ever. Yeah, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Feminists of a certain generation, dude. Yeah. It's really... It's real bad. It's really bad. I'm like, you're not helping. Oh, she's definitely hurting. She's hurting. <laughs> she's definitely hurting. Anyway, shout out Italians. No. Uh, we, Anti-shout-out Italians. I mean, I'm just saying we see you and we are warned. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, my favorite fact about Italians is that Mussolini planted the most trees of any Italian president. So you do love Mussolini. <laughs> I mean, that's a good fact. That's a really good fact. You're also a huge fan of Hitler's art. I listen, a broken clock twice a day. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, Everybody's got one good thing inside them. Moving on. <laughs> I feel like this is how we get the pod canceled. <laughs> uh, or we get stopped on Bill Maher. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we interview Bill Maher on the pod. Listen, I've heard of worse plans. <laughs> the Johnson & Johnson bankruptcy case. I'm sure you're all caught up on this, but this is one that's really fucking pissing me off this week. Johnson & Johnson is being sued by cancer patients for having cancer-causing asbestos in their uh, baby powder with talc. But that's just where I store my best asbestos. asbestos. I bet that's what they It's said. just, I put it in the same bottle. I put it... In, <laughs> it's like when you use, like, a yogurt container for leftovers. Oh, yeah. That's where I put my asbestos. Yeah, yeah. Like the country crop in the butter ba- In the most vulnerable uh, demographics food. Okay, well, listen to this. They knew for decades. They did nothing. They were sued for the first time over it in 1999, but the earliest mentions of tainted Johnson & Johnson. So what the thing is is that it's baby powder. Baby powder is talc. Asbestos is commonly found with talc inside the earth. So mm. the earliest mentions of tainted talc from J&J that routers could find come from 1957 and 1958. So they've been hiding this since the 50s. And they've been dealing with it. And now, a larger suit has finally come together using some of the precedents set by that set in 1999. So a bunch, of, a bunch of cancer patients have come together to put the civil suit together against Johnson & Johnson. And now, Johnson & Johnson is claiming bankruptcy, which means that they, they me. can't pay anybody out. And it also means that the people who are sick with cancer might die before they ever go to court. I mean, because it's been since the 50s. It's been Many of them have already Many died. Many of them have already died, yeah. But the people who are now in this yeah. big suit, they are suing Johnson & Johnson. Johnson & Johnson says, sorry, we're bankrupt, which means they now have to go to bankruptcy court before they can even go back and do the original case. And some of these people have months to live. But this bankruptcy case, they have to settle before they can do the real case, is very precedent-setting because companies do this all of the time. For instance, Purdue Pharma tried to do this to get out of the opioid lawsuits, mm-hmm. and the Sackler family was able to say that they were bankrupt, so they didn't lose any of their personal funds. <laughs> and this is the really crazy part. So it's already been proven that the product contains cancer-causing asbestos, but they have until 2023 to change the formula. So it's still on shelves. What the fuck? Right, right now. What the absolute fuck? They didn't take it off they the shelves? They didn't recall it. They didn't take it off the shelves. You can still buy it. And you know then, what? After hearing this news, I'm going to drink it all. <laughs> I'm going to drink it all. And and I'm also like, they're not ordered to put out any sort of marketing or advertising to be like, warning, don't consume this because it causes cancer. You know the earlier thing in the pod where you were like, oh, like so you can just lie? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you can lie and you can, you can lie, kill. No consequences. No consequences. No, literally no consequences. We have veered directly into the alt-right podcasting sphere right now. I mean... <laughs> 
This is radicalizing me in the opposite direction. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Uh, fuck you, Johnson & Johnson. It's just such a craven thing to do. It's like, like no more tears you. because all the babies are going to be dead. Literally. So bad. So bad. Oh, you know God. what? This is a great opportunity to plug Kourtney Kardashian's poosh, <laughs> which is her natural health thing that that partners with Gwyneth Paltrow sometimes. Oh, really? Do they make baby powder replacement? No, I don't know. I just have been watching way too much Kardashians. Oh. But, like, they make, like, all sorts of, like, health things. And she's very, like, anti-putting bad things in your body. But then she also partners with Gwyneth Paltrow, who is... Who's putting jade eggs up her vagina. Yeah, and, like, claiming things, like, health benefits that are, do not exist. And she also won't eat MSG. <laughs> I, oh, man. Anyways... I want to come out with a healthcare line. Line? Yeah. That would be chic. Yeah. And I don't want to know what goes in any of it. I can't wait to be sued. That literally is all of them. Do you remember how Black China was, she was sued because she was promoting a weight loss tea on her Instagram, but it turned out she had gotten a BBL and lipo. Oh my God. And so there was a civil suit that was like, hey, that's not true. You didn't use this. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I, I know at the, I remember at the time like Cardi B did it too. Yeah, everybody the, did it. I mean, that's tummy what the or whatever. Yeah. yeah, they did that too. Yeah, flat tummy tea. Flat tummy tea. Like so only Black China got it. And there's something inside that that tells you. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yes, it's wrong, but the fact that only Black China was yeah. faced any consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that tells you all you need to know. Yep. So yeah, that's the Johnson and Johnson this section. This episode is called "In Defense of Black China." <laughs> <laughs> I would back her up. Hell yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't not, especially. I would she, not laugh. Yeah. Back especially her. to her face. She's going to cut the cameras and then. Cut the cameras. What's going to happen? Ass. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Cut the cameras. Dead, dead ass. ass. Is that the same one who's like, are you texting other girls? Yes or no? Oh, I can't remember. And then somebody memed it and it was like a penguin and the penguin's looking at the phone. It's like, are you texting other penguins? That's yes so no? funny. <laughs> I need to find it. I'll show you later. I sometimes do feel like you're more of a millennial than you think. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun meme. That is a fun meme. I mean, Gen Z people like memes. Yeah, but it's different and weird. It's different and weird. It's more ADHD when they like it. Sure. No, their their memes are different. This was like <laughs> God a long time ago when she was still dating Rob. Mm. Our last story today is about Puerto Rico. I'm sure all of you are caught up, but Hurricane Fiona caused island wide blackouts. Fought literally five years to the day after Hurricane Maria. Very anti Shrek name. That's all I have to Hurricane say. Hurricane Fiona. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. It sounds kind of like a drink. Hurricane Fiona? Yeah. Like I had one Hurricane Fiona and I had an island-wide blackout. An island-wide blackout, yeah. Residents of Puerto Rico pay the highest electricity bills in the United States. If we all remember, the United, Puerto Rico is part of the United a States. Territory. Exactly. They don't get to have representation. They don't have representation, but they do still pay our taxes. Which is fucked up. It seems like nobody on the mainland cares about this story. We're all at capacity with other news stories, even though literally if this happened on the mainland, everybody would be talking about it. Christopher Maloney cares. Christopher Maloney cares. Dun dun. Do you remember when Bethany Frankel went to Puerto Rico after the after Hurricane Maria and she started her fund that's like, this is a crisis? No. Oh, yeah, she did a lot of work down there actually. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. Oh, good. But there's this really funny picture of her that I used. Oh, it's, that's her shirt? That's like, said, this is a crisis. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So, I mean, they're without power. They have little running water. After Hurricane Maria, many are leaving and choosing to not rebuild. Who can blame them? That's so sad. Um, I mean, it's just, it's it's sad because Puerto Rico is a part of this country and they have to either, we don't care about them. They pay taxes. They pay taxes, but we just don't give a president shit about threw paper towels at them. Like That was so, that's exactly what I mean. Like, the way that we handle Puerto Rico is like, they we keep, don't. We don't. We don't do anything. We let them suffer, but we also won't let them have agency and be their own. The country that was founded on, like, no taxation without representation? Does that all the time. Yeah. And Guam. Yeah. Let's not even get into Guam. I mean, America already did. America literally already did. Yeah. You can visit and you don't need your passport. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. We're fucked. Yeah. So, who knows what's going to happen with Puerto Rico. That's going to remain to be seen, but I don't know. It is interesting with climate change, like the people who did the least, I mean with like Pakistan, like the yeah. people who did the least amount of work towards destroying the climate are now facing the largest amount of repercussions. Yeah, I know. That's because those people who did the, the most harm knew that that was going to happen. Yeah. 
and um, move to like higher ground or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's true in like every city too. If you look at the people who are affected the most. True. I mean, if you we think about climate justice, like that's what that means. Like you know how there's a there's a stretch of land from Florida to Georgia, and it's called Cancer Alley, and it has the highest cancer rates in the United States. Oh my god! And it's all, of course, black and brown neighborhoods. It's people who probably don't have any other options. Can, to move oh anywhere. yes, exactly. So they're it's by like power plants and freeways. And oh fuck! It's just like a perfect storm of like cancer causing, like. I love how like white liberal people are like, oh, like this causes cancer, and and I have to drink alkaline water, and it's never like anything that actually causes cancer. It's never like, oh, like people are living near these terrible places. Yeah. We need to like have climate justice or like you know, pollution justice, it's always like, mm, I don't want to, I can, I'm gluten-free for fun, you yeah. know, like. I'm not using deodorant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the real, but it's like, how do you, how do you get rich people to care? Uh, uh, tune in next week to tune find in next out week. how yeah, you tune get in rich next people week. to we'll care. We'll I think it has something to do with they um, coming to a gun with their house. I mean, talking about the house with a gun, but I don't know. Oh, another death threat from Ellery <laughs> Smith <laughs> concludes this or podcast. What are the things that a guillotine? A guillotine. Yeah. Didn't they have a guillotine outside of somewhere, and then those people like were getting in trouble? I forget. This was like during a protest. Oh, they, they rolled one out. They rolled a guillotine out, and I'm like, good That's for them. Good construction. Good construct. Those yeah. are set builders. Yeah. Those are set. Those builders. are theater kids for those sure. Are theater kids for <laughs> sure. For sure they are. Did we have a mutual aid babe of the week? I didn't. I couldn't think of any. Wait, let me. Let's find one for Puerto Rico. Yes. Taller Salud is a community-based, women-led nonprofit that is collecting aid for hurricane relief, including donations of items like toiletries, water filters, and non-perishable foods. You can donate with PayPal or on the website, and the website is English, if you want it in English, English.TallerSalud, T-A-L-L-E-R-S-A-L-U-D.com. And you just have to hit the Donate Now button, and you can see the kind of work that they do in Puerto Rico. Woo. Woo. Awesome. So, lots of bad stuff happening, but nevertheless, we persisted. True, true. Okay, do you have any shows coming up? <laughs> not at all. Not a one. I'm opening for Dana's half hour on Wednesday, but this will be... Yay, Dana. Yay, Dana. But no, I don't have anything else booked after that, which is problematic. I have some shows coming up. I don't even know. I have Tight Tens at Bar Lubitsch on Thursday. I have Scott and Aries Booby Trap and Jam in the Van on October 1st. You get four minutes and then you get something happens. I forget what after four minutes. That's scary. Yeah. Especially considering I'm getting more into storytelling now, which is not Yeah, I mean, ideal. you need four minutes for a... No, I do think it's ideal because eventually you're going to want to tape a... Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I have some shows the next couple weeks, but I'm going to be in New York. And I'm going to hopefully do shows there, the like 12th through the 20th or something. I don't know. It'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. You should start reaching out now for shows. I did. I, oh, okay. I, I did a... The reason I feel like I have more agency over my life recently is because I do that thing that is not healthy, but it makes me feel like more of my old self, where I stay up and I manically get work done until 4 a.m. Gorgeous. Yeah. And then I was Gorgeous. like, oh my God, I finally feel like I have control over oh my, my God, life. Sicko. And then... I don't. You do. We both do. We're just making our way downtown, walking fast, faces past, and we're homebound. And we're homebound. Meeting adjourned. Meeting adjourned. <laughs>This episode of the City Council podcast was written, created, and produced by Paula Biganalan and Ellery Smith. Our music was written and produced by Ruby Ibarra. Be sure to follow us at City Council, spelled S-E-L, show on Instagram and Twitter for more weekly podcasts and monthly live stand-up comedy shows. Thanks for listening. Yeah.